Dad the Man, the guy who's living life the right way by loving and leading his family. World-class at his craft and admired by many, but more importantly, he sets the tone for what a great man, husband, and father looks like. That's who Dad the Man is. And the truth is, as men, husbands, and fathers, we experience and struggle with so many of the same things. And it's time we recognize that we're all in this together. So drop your ego at the door and join us in the conversation. Welcome to Dad the Man. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dad the Man podcast. My name is Brendan Wall, and I am your host. And today, again, I am your guest. Yes, we are running back a second solo episode two weeks in a, in a row. Sorry to disappoint. I was I was all set with another awesome interview with a really cool guest that I was really excited to release. But given the timing, we're here at the beginning of the year. I know everyone, including myself, is thinking about goals and resolutions and fresh starts. And it's all I'm seeing all over social media right now. So I wanted wanted to drop a quick episode here to hopefully help you as you calibrate your own goals and resolutions for the year. And before we jump in, I do have a quick ask. If you are enjoying the show, if you learned anything today or have any takeaways, please do me a huge favor and help me to share the show, whether that's on social media, texting a friend about it, mentioning mentioning it to somebody at work. I cannot thank you enough for your support. Your support, your talking about the show, your subscriptions to the show, it's the only way that we can grow, and I cannot thank you enough for it. So today, I'm going to do two things, and I'll apologize in advance. I'm a little bit nasally here. Um, I've got a little bit of a cold, so if I sound a little bit different or I'm coughing in the background, please bear with me. But I'm going to do two things. First, I am going to tell you what everyone does wrong and why resolutions almost always fail. And then two, I'm going to give you a framework to create goals that literally can't fail. So first off, I'll say this. If you are listening to this and you are energized and excited to make a positive change in any area of your life, that's awesome. There's a lot of people that shame others for being you know, the new year, new me person year after year. But the reality is that we are where we are, right? It's the beginning of the year, and there's absolutely no better time to start than right now. And that applies to any point in time during the year, by the way. But the principle applies there is no better time than now. Do not let anyone shame you into starting something new here, whether that's your fitness, whether that's a new hobby, whether that's a different way you're going to interact with your family or a new habit, whatever it is, please don't let anybody shame you into feeling guilty about just now getting started with it. Because like I said, there's no better time than now to get started. Now, I will say it's important to recognize that the new year itself means absolutely nothing. The energy and the motivation that we're all feeling right now means absolutely nothing. The new shoes and the new workout clothes that we bought to inspire ourselves mean absolutely nothing. Because as Gary Vaynerchuk famously says, You can't get strong by thinking about doing push-ups. You have to do the push-ups. The reality is all of the New Year magic will fade by next week, and and, we'll all be left right where we started, right? Which is without motivation, no clear path to accomplish the goals that we were so excited about just a week ago. And if you don't believe me, just thinking back to previous years, I mean, when was the last time that you stuck with a resolution for the whole year? That's what a resolution is, right? Let's start with something that we're going to do through the whole year. It's our resolution for the year. When was the last time you stuck with one for the whole year? When was the last time you set a big New Year's goal and actually hit it or even cared about it past January? 
Do you even remember what your resolutions and goals were last year? Hand raised, I actually do not. But I've been working on this process since then. And these can be convicting questions, right? If we're honest with ourselves. Now, I'm definitely guilty of falling for the illusion of a new year actually meaning something other than a little pat on the rear to get us started. But here we go. It's a fresh start. Let's actually get it right this time. Now, resolutions. I'm going to fill you with all kinds of hope first, right? So resolutions are almost never achieved. Gyms are notoriously swamped in January and back to normal in February. Year after year after year after year for forever. It's the way it's always been. It's probably the way it's always going to be for most people. And there's a reason for it. Well, there's actually two reasons. So one, we just covered the new year doesn't mean anything. I just mentioned it, right? It's simply another string of days in the same linear progression that we're, that we've all been living on our whole lives. There is no magic and there isn't anything that actually changes in a new year. So if you want a change to occur, then you have to change. No one else can do it for you. So thinking about it, can't do it. You have to do it. If you want to lose weight, then you have to lose it. If you want a better marriage, then you have to pursue it. If you want to be more present with your kids, then you have to show up. Like everything else in life, it's all on you. It isn't on your trainer. It isn't on your wife or your kids. It's no one else's fault. There's no excuse that can make up for it. It's on you. And that isn't just a New Year's resolution lesson. By the way, that is a life lesson that I've come to consider fundamental for happiness and success in any capacity of our lives. Ownership isn't just important. It is necessary. So that's the first reason. The New, Year's, the new Year doesn't actually mean anything. I think we just get hyped up by the excitement and, and think that some magic is going to happen. And it sounds silly to say it, but how often, how many times has that happened, right? But the second reason is that you're doing it wrong. And I've been doing it wrong. We've all been doing this wrong. We've been going at it the wrong way. It's why these resolutions never work. If your goal this year is to, quote unquote, lose 30 pounds, that's a pretty common one, right? Let's lose some weight. Let's get in shape, whatever it is. But if you want to lose 30 pounds, and, and if that's all you've got, then you are doing it wrong. If that's all you've got, you'll, you'll never get it done. If you just say, I want to lose 30 pounds, you're not going to lose 30 pounds. That's just a recipe for an unused gym membership by February. I promise you. But the reality is that is what most people are doing. I've definitely done it in the past. You're probably doing it now. And we all know that that just simply doesn't work. There's not enough there. And here's why. It doesn't work because it's missing clear direction to actually get you where you want to go. So if your goal is to lose 30 pounds and you don't know exactly what you need to do every single day to move closer to that goal, then you're, I mean, you're, you're just pissing in the wind. Lack of clear steps to prioritize each day will eventually lead to a decision fatigue that will leave you doing nothing at all. It'll leave you canceling your gym memberships and not losing the weight. So without a clear path forward, then all you have is hope and hope isn't a strategy. Not a good one, at least. And this is the reason why I set process goals instead of outcome goals. Now, an outcome goal an outcome goal here is the lose 30 pounds, right? That's what it is in this example. And honestly, an outcome goal is a great place to start because it can give us direction 
and deriving the actual process goal that we're actually going to pay attention to needed to get there, needed to lose the 30 pounds. But it's truly only a place to start, right? We need that process goal, the how, to actually get us from A to B, from fat to not fat, from distant in our marriage to connected, to distracted with our kids to present, whatever it is, the process goal is the actual roadmap, the turn-by-turn directions from Siri that get us where we want to go. Most of us are usually missing accountability as well. It's an often neglected piece of the puzzle, but it is the Achilles heel of most resolutions, goals, plans, whatever. It's the bumpers in the lane that keep us focused on where we want to go and prevent us from getting off track and forgetting what our resolution was in the first place. And when I get into my actual plan for creating goals, I will I'll give you guys some examples of, of how I hold myself accountable. Now, before I give you my actual formula for creating goals, I want to highlight one other error that we are all guilty of in our resolutions and goals. And this is probably the single biggest fundamental flaw um, that I see being made in, in New Year's resolutions and goals throughout the year. And, and, and I see it all over the place. But the biggest fundamental flaw that we make is that we think short term, right? We're thinking in the in the 30-day cycle, the, cr- the crash diet, the fad diet, the, the crazy shred workout plan that's going to have us looking great for spring break. Like we're thinking in this very short-term window. So here's why that's a problem. Let's stick with the 30 pounds example that we've been talking about. And let's say that's your resolution, right? So you want to lose 30 pounds. And let's just say you come out swinging. You're killing it. You're hitting the gym. You're drinking water. You're Uh, you're sleeping well, you're eating clean, and and you start losing weight. And let's say you're actually able to stick with this past January into February, and you actually, you know, you follow the plan and you follow that fad diet and that crash blitz workout, whatever it is, and you lose 30 pounds. Awesome. That's amazing. You hit the mark, right? Now, what are you going to do for the next 10 months of the year? Well, if you're like pretty much everyone else, you're going to revert back to your old habits as you begin to celebrate that that big scale victory that you had, right? And then the rest of the year is going to go by. You're going to slip into spring in the springtime and summer, and then it's football season in the fall, and then it's holiday season, and the whole rest of the year goes by. That's ten months. And if you zoomed out to evaluate how you operated throughout the year overall, you would see that you took two steps forward in January and February, followed by 10 steps backwards in March through December. Now, I don't think that I need to explain the simple math that proves that despite the hot start, the year was an overwhelming loss. So if you actually did do the math and say, what is you know those two months percentage-wise throughout the year, the strong performance that we just illustrated, which I think would be considered a best-case scenario for anybody in January, February is that's January, February is only 17% of the year. And like I said, best case scenario, I think it's very generous to assume that anybody's holding their resolutions through February to begin with. I know I've really struggled with this in the past, get super excited. And then by, you know, second, third week of January, I'm like, ah, all right, whatever. So for most people, historically, this is about best case scenario anyway. When you string together you know, year after year after year, this, you know, say 17% at best, you're doing the things you know you need to be doing. And then we wonder why we aren't where we want to be. Like it's, there's no wonder at all. 
that we're not where we want to be, considering that we're only operating effectively, doing the things that we feel like we should be doing. And I'll say that, say that differently. I think it's the things that we know we should be doing for just 17% of the year, which year after year after year turns into 17% of our lives. And that's at best. It's simply not a recipe for success. You're not going to do the right t- thing 17% of the time and see any lasting impactful results. The short-term goals themselves are not inherently a bad thing, but if that's all we've got, we're going to lose. It is what it is. Said a different way. The goal is, it's not to simply win one battle. The goal is to win the war. The goal is not to simply win one month. The goal is to win the year. We must zoom out and think strategically long-term if we want to achieve any lasting success. All right, so at this point, I think I've shaken this up enough. You know, I've highlighted the biggest mistakes that I personally have made year after year after year and that I've seen others make year after year after year as well. So now I'm going to actually give you a quick outline that I use to help you get from point A to point B this year. So here's the framework. You can take notes on this if you want. You can DM me about this afterwards. I would be happy to walk anybody through this um, on Instagram. It's at dad.the.man. I'm not charging anything. I just want to help. I see every message that comes through. So if you do DM me, I will see it and I will be glad to help you. So here's the framework. What, why, how, execute, and track. So what do you want the outcome to be? at December 31st, 2022, this is that outcome goal. This is the, I want to lose 30 pounds. Now here's an important part, and this is not something that we have talked about yet, but this is what we are going to attach as our North star. That's going to keep us focused and it's going to keep us motivated in the times when we don't actually want to do the little things day in and day out that are going to get us to where we want to go, that are going to help us lose the 30 pounds. And that is why, why do you want this to happen? And the bigger the why, the bigger the chances that you will stick to it. Next is how. How do we get there? These are the daily steps to get from A to B. This is the process goal that I was talking about before. This is the quote-unquote magic. These are the seemingly monotonous things that we're going to do day in and day out over the course of an entire year that are going to help us lose the 30 pounds. The next one is execute. This is where you go get it done. And then track. This is where we hold ourselves accountable and we stay focused. So what, why, how, execute, and track. So let me walk you through an example. I'll go through um, the lose 30 pounds example through this whole framework, how you would see that up if that were actually your goal. So what? Lose 30 pounds by December 31st, 2022. Why? Here's just a couple examples you could use. Be in better health and live longer for my kids and grandkids to have a higher quality of life with them later on down the road or to be a better example for my family or to look better and be more attractive to my wife. Those are some pretty powerful whys that you could attach to that are going to mean more to you in the days when you don't want to get up and go for a walk or drink the extra glass of water or eat the salad or whatever it is. These are the things, these are the North Stars that will keep us caring about this throughout the course of the year. How? Here's the things. We're going to go to the gym 156 times throughout the entire year. 
I just use that as an example. That's three days a week, every single week of the year, 156 times. We're going to eat 156 salads. Again, same thing. That's three lunches per week. We're going to have a salad for lunch. And then we're going to drink one gallon of water per day, every single day. Now, those, that's not perfectly scripted. I'm not saying that that's going to guarantee any success, but I guarantee to you, you are going to be a lot closer to your health and wellness goals if you did that throughout the course of a year. And if you needed help dialing those things in to accomplish whatever it is that you want to accomplish, I'd be happy to help you figure out these how steps. Execute. I put the execute step in. It's almost, it seems a little bit repetitive because we've just gone over how, but execute to me is the reminder that we actually have to go do these things. We have to do them every day. And this is where we really want to try to um, work in the, these items, these how items into our daily habits of our daily lives. And if you want some guidance on habit formation, please, 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 please go do yourself a huge favor. Read Atomic Habits by James Clear. I read it at the beginning of last year, and it's probably the most helpful and impactful book, just like tangibly things that you can put into your life immediately um, to, to change your habits and your day in, your day out. I promise it'll help you. Really, really great book. Go check it out. And then lastly, track. All right. So something I've, I've been doing differently recently is utilizing a habit tracker app. Um, so what I do is I put the, my, my how items. So like go to the gym, eat the salads, drink the one gallon of water per day. And I put that in this app that's got a checklist, right? And, uh, and it shows you, you can go back and look and see, Hey, how, how am I doing on this day, day after day after day throughout the course of the year? I just started using one called, it's called habit share. It's free. It's awesome. I get like, I have no associates association with them, excuse me but I am really enjoying it so far. And it's, uh, it's helped me a lot. There's something about a checklist function where, you know, you got to check the box. And if you don't check the box, you're going to get like the little red X. And that forces my brain at least to focus on checking that box, to doing the test, to actually leading, um, you know, actually leading me to getting these things done. There's an inherent accountability to it. And that's the first piece of that accountability that I mentioned I would come back to. So sign up for a habit tracker. There's a tons of free ones. They all help. They're great. And the second part of this track is to write down my what and my why statements every day. So what do I want to do? I want to lose 30 pounds. Why do I want to lose it? I want to be in better health and live longer for my kids and grandkids. I want to be a better example for my kids, for my family, for my wife. I want to look better and be more attractive to my wife. I'm going to write those things down every single day. And people, people hear this one and, and they think it's silly. You know, people think that this step isn't necessary, and it may not be for some people. I think people think that they don't actually need to do this step. And I, in the past, have thought, I don't need to do this step. I thought it was dumb. I thought it was stupid. I didn't understand it. But, you know, those people that think are, that are dumb, including myself, are the same people. Um, you know, they're also the New Year's resolutioners who are out of the gym by February, and they don't even remember what their resolution was by the end of the year. But writing down the what and the why statements... Every single day, this calibrates our focus every day, every day. It denies us the ability to forget what we've decided is important to us. It allows us to keep our, our priorities aligned even when our emotions are trying to confuse us, right? It holds us accountable, which can be scary. Accountability can be scary, but it's necessary if we actually want to remain consistent over time. 
So that's really it. That's, that is the framework of how I set goals. And I do this in every area of my life. It's the what, the why, the how, the execute. How's it, how am I going to get it into a habit in my daily life? And then I'm going to track it. And that's it. It's really not that crazy. I'll give you one real quick. I'll give you an example of one of my goals for 2022. The what is to prioritize and deepen my relationship with my wife. I want to prove to her that without a doubt, she is a top priority in my life and I'm going to treat her that way. I will not let her be an afterthought in my life. Why? I want Leslie to have no doubt that she is the top priority in my life. She mentioned to me, not too long ago, you know, I was getting caught up, busy with, busy with work, busy with this podcast, busy with, with working out, busy with playing with the kids, busy with handling a whole bunch of things around the house, busy with the holidays, busy with all these different things. And in that process, and I think we can all be guilty of this at times, we can take our spouse for granted. And I have a tendency to do this. I definitely have the tendencies of a workaholic, and I've had a history of doing that. And she mentioned that, you know, she felt like she was kind of an afterthought in this period of time. And that hit me. And I said, well, all right, well, I can fix that. There's no point in me trying to justify myself or defend myself or, you know, fix the situation immediately. But I can prioritize and deepen my relationship with her. And the reason is to make sure that she knows without a doubt that, you know, she's the top priority in my life. So that's the what and the why, the how. Her love language is foot rubs, plain and simple. So I'm going to give her 200 foot rubs in 2022. Like I said, it's her love language. It's what she loves. It forces us both to put our phone downs. We look at each other. We have conversations. Sometimes it's five minutes. Sometimes it goes 30 minutes. You know, we, we have great conversations in that time because we're forced to be present. It's a great habit. She really enjoys it. So that's what we're going to do. Execute. This is where I'm working it in as a habit in my daily life. This is, I know this is going to happen when I at the end of the day. I, before I get into bed, I write down my to-do list for the next day. It's mainly the things I'm going to be doing for this podcast, maybe for work, maybe around the house. I dump my brain. And then right after that, I'm stacking the habit of adding a foot rub for her before I then get into bed and really relax and unwind and get ready for bed. And then tracking it. It's going in this this habit share app that I mentioned, totally free. All I did was put in an email, free app. It's great. It's easy. And then I'm also writing down my what, my why every single day. I'm writing down these goals every single day that, so that I can stay focused and calibrated on what means the most to me throughout the entire year. So that's it. It isn't flashy. It isn't sexy. It isn't something that I can sell you. It's just so simple, right? It, I guess it's natural for us to want to complicate things, to make things harder than they actually are, you know, to believe that we're missing something or some information or, or missing some perfect workout plan or shred diet or whatever it is, or some piece of equipment or, or whatever it is. We want to believe that there's something that we're missing that's holding us back from accomplishing whatever it is that we want to accomplish, whether that's losing 30, 30 pounds, whether that's deepening our connection with our wives, whether that's being more present with our kids, maybe it's learning a new hobby, whatever it is. But I found that to be false. What we're most often missing or what I've most often been missing in, in, in this scenario is just consistently doing the little things and doing them well. I think it's human nature. like that We don't want to believe that we already have 
everything that we need. And I think that's a defense mechanism from our brains to refuse to believe that consistency, which we all have the ability to deploy, is really all we're missing. Because if we recognize that is true, then that puts all of you know the success or lack of success, whatever it is, the outcome puts it squarely on our shoulders. And I would argue that's where it belongs. Now, you may follow this plan with the goal of losing 30 pounds. You will probably succeed, but you know there's a chance you may come up short. But if you fail in this manner throughout the course of a year, you'll definitely be closer than you were. And at the very least, you'll lay your head down on your pillow knowing that you did everything that you could to get there. And that's a feeling that can only be earned. So if you want help working through your goals this year, shoot me a DM, like I said, on Instagram at dad.the.man. I see every single message that comes through. So if you hit me up, I will see it and I would love to help. And just because we've already passed January 1st does not mean you can't start a new resolution. All right, that's it. We'll see you next week. Happy New Year. All right, everybody, that's it. Thanks for listening. And if you haven't already, do me a huge favor and subscribe to the show or leave us a rating and review. We can't thank you enough for your support. Until next time, remember to love and lead from the front. See you.